episode number 43 mostly catching up but taking questions from our listeners as well so today is i don't even know what today is what is today the 20 saturday the 20 24th yep yeah so so anyway uh who wants to start talking about what they've been up to i can definitely we, we, get us moving if you'd like we, we'll we haven't even we haven't even done that official intro yet, Mike. Oh, that's as close as we got. Episode oh, I like it. Boom. Done. Moving <laughs> done. on. <laughs> done. <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Here we go. You ready? You ready? I'll help you out. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Flight Test Community Podcast. This is not NPR. This is episode <laughs> number 43, and today we are talking all about radio control. How's that? That was my best NPR impression you got there, Pat. That was, that was pretty good. I, <laughs> with go. the British accent and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, You're listening this to like BBC. NPR. Today we are sponsored by Flight Test. Not really, but just kidding. Flight Test Community Cast. That's who we're sponsored by. We're sponsored by ourselves. Because <laughs> yeah. sponsor ourselves. Because why would anyone? Why would anyone? <laughs> There's yeah. there's our there's our ad line. That is the biggest that, question. That, the ad Why line. would anyone? That's right. We are sponsored by the Flight Test Community <laughs> Podcast because why would anyone want to sponsor us? So as usual, ladies and gentlemen, you can see that we have not prepped at all for this podcast. We just decided on a whim that we're going to do it this morning, which is totally out of uh, out of whatever it is I'm trying to say that it's out of. It is not within that. So well, in all we actuality, have no idea what we're doing. In all actuality, yeah, I did. And and let me start real quick, Joel. Um, we haven't been on for a month plus. And I want to apologize first to everybody out there um, that listens to us. But one of the things I remember when we first started this podcast that we decided on originally was if we didn't have good content, we weren't going to have a show. And between my travel, Pat's work, and everything that Joel's been up to, we haven't had time to sit down and come up with any good podcast material. So we have kind of left you guys hanging. While we apologize for not having any content, we don't apologize for not having a show without decent content. I'm not sure that this one's going to be decent <laughs> or not, but... <laughs> this one doesn't count. We, this yeah, is... This yeah. Count. We want to just come in and talk to you guys for a little bit and, you know, just uh, let you know where we are, that we're still alive and moving and, and, and life has just been really busy for all of us lately. So that's kind of why the show's been where it's at for yep. a while. Oh, so. yeah. Completely, right. completely agree. So, 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 Mike. Yes, sir. Since you're on a roll with speaking words and such, <laughs> why don't you continue? What have you been up to, buddy? What's going on in the flatland? Well, in the flatland out here in, uh, you know, uh, eastern Kansas, western Missouri, 
um, it has been windy for months and I do mean windy. So there's not been a lot of chance to fly. Um, and of course I've been traveling like nonstop since January, it seems like, and I just haven't had time to do much of anything at all. Now I will tell you that I have got some quads going, uh, and then crashed. And so they need to get going again. Like my win five again, broken arm. Oh my goodness. Again, you, again, Jeez. and that one was strictly my fault. I was trying to do a trick a little too low and ah, that's all good. Cause I've still got three arms to uh, put on there. So nice because of the fact that they are weak and I love the frame, by the way, it flies wonderfully, but it was all on me. Just and then, it. and yeah, exactly. <laughs> But uh, I was I was trying to do something that I wasn't quite prepared to do at a low altitude and my own fault. <clears throat> but then um, I saw this Win 2 XL actually carrying a GoPro session uh, and it was a bind and fly. So I decided to buy it. And this thing is a little beast. If you don't put the session on there, oh my God, it rips. It'll, it'll, uh, It'll fly with a five inch, no problem at all. Uh, using three S batteries, this thing is just a beast. And of course, because of the Indiegogo um, that Flight Test put out, and uh, we do want to say thanks to everyone for helping support uh, Edgewater Air Park. Um, I went on ahead and, and uh, of course, um donated as well and did the gremlin turbo Ooh, and i've got it guy. all put together yeah dude that uh, thing is so pretty this thing rips like nobody's business i love this little thing um i can set it about uh four feet off the ground and go anywhere i want and it just it just hauls and this one will also keep up with a five inch anywhere wow this thing's yep. crazy I mean, I, I believe it. Oh man. And I did have a bit of an issue and I do want to give a shout out to, uh, uh, Stefan, Stefan, uh, to Mitchell, to Ian and to TJ over at flight test, because I had two motors, these two little, uh, Emacs 1106, what are they? Six thousand, six thousands, I think. Yeah. 6,000 KV motors. These little mm -hmm. bitty guys right here that are mm -hmm. on there. Mm -hmm. The red two bottoms. Of, Two of them were dead, and I don't think I've ever seen that. And uh, I spoke to Stefan and Mitchell. I spoke to Stefan Friday, a week ago Friday, and I had them first of the week. The following week, when I got home from traveling, I threw them on there, and the thing flies fantastic. So thanks, guys. Mm -hmm. And I should get one of those dang remnants. <laughs> I really they do. are they are so much fun. Um, they, I, they are a ball. I now will. I I did buy one other thing that I'm still waiting to uh, attach to my goggles, and I got a True D. Yes. Furious yes. Uh, FPV um, receiver that I need to get installed on my head plays. There are some. Um, um, modifications i can do to make this you work and picked, 
the right <laughs> module. Well, after all the reading and everything that I've done, I believe I did. We're going to find out. Um, I do still need to get a patch antenna, but I will do that. And then once I get my patch antenna, I just haven't had time to order it. Do you have the there idea of which one you want to which one you want to get? Or? No, not a hundred percent yet. I've okay. seen a couple of things. So either the good old immersion five mm-hmm. dB or the Menace RC, um, which that's is, the one I was looking at. Which because is a lot of people are saying it's really good. That one is ten. <clears throat> oh, excuse me, ten dB. But mm-hmm. I I hear it has an axial ratio of near. Um, near one i don't how, right. know how close to one it is but i know it's really close to one so i'm watching allison play with the mylar banner which is really entertaining <laughs> so it mylar and it, i thought she might be uh, it's, doing no, no, yeah i think we're gonna bang it so <laughs> it's no no no. i kid you not it look 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 show everyone the mylar banner that thing hi, is allison. huge hi, hi allison. allison everybody says hello yeah that thing is huge I didn't realize that that was that big. Okay. We, we are. So the other reason that Mike very kindly and graciously uh, put the podcast this fine, lovely morning, the morning after I attend a hockey game with the delightful voice that I have um, is because we actually have a huge group of people coming over for dinner this evening uh, for a friend of ours uh, is celebrating their birthday. So we're going to oh, throw them a little birthday. thing. Thank you. So Allison got all the stuff yesterday. We got to run and get some more stuff today. Um, so the earlier that the podcast kind of went out, the better. Um, Mike, I, I love how deep you've gotten into quadcopters. Can I just can we talk about that for a second? Yeah. Um, because you know one of the, one of the challenges, one of the struggles that you and I had talked about um, going into the winter season with you is that you were worried about the wind conditions up there and how you didn't think you were going to be able to fly a lot of fixed wing. Um, and the multi-rotors kind of gives you the ability to fly even when the wind is howling at 30-some crazy miles an hour um, up, up where you are. <laughs> yeah, well, in a way, um, I mean, about the only ones I can fly, of course, is my 5-inch mm-hmm. when it gets that, you know, when it gets that windy. But I can, and I'll be honest with you, um, it's a bit of a struggle in, in the 20 to 30 mile an hour. Um, if it's 5 to 10, I'm good. Mm. You know, once it gets up to that 15 to 20, it, it is a little bit uh, uh, um, more challenging mm-hmm. um, because, of course, I generally fly out just behind my house and they're starting to build. I wish I could show you guys, but it's that way. Um, they're building a whole bunch of uh, uh, new townhouses and they're going to be, I swear to God, in my backyard. And I'm really not happy about it. Um mm. Because I don't know. I know we're supposed to get some rain this morning. If we do, they won't be working. But I heard them out there this morning already working at 645 this morning. Ow. Yeah, on a Saturday. And, you know, of course, uh, Sharon works, um, you know, 1230 to 9 at night. So she don't get up quite as early as I do. And she tries to sleep during the week and she can't because they're out there banging and beating and trucks up down the road. Oh, how ridiculous. uh, It is. It's ridiculous. But uh, I guess that's part of living in a newer subdivision. Yeah. So, yeah. I I can understand that. I mean, the same is happening out this way. So I completely get it. (sighs) So, 
Pat, how about you go next? Mm-hmm. Because we want to save Joel for kind of lost. Lost. Yeah. Lost. Lost. Lost would be the right thing to say. Yes. <laughs> um, it's been kind of a uh a long, cold, dark winter for me. I haven't really been doing a whole lot. Wait, so it, the it five nor'easters that have blown through haven't affected you in any way? What? No, not at all. I mean, uh, the, the reason it's so bright behind me is because the sun is reflecting off the snow. We got 17 freaking inches of snow Tuesday and Wednesday. <laughs> 17 inches! Ridiculous. Um, yes. So, so oh, yeah. I... Uh, you know, I have one more thing I do want to say. Um, while I was traveling for this past week's work. Oh, I know where he's going with this. <laughs> I almost forgot. And then I just got a message saying someone was watching. So I do want to quickly share a photo. And for the people that are just listening, sorry about this. I'll tell you who it is in a minute. But uh, let's see how. Oh yeah, you can see that. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. That, shut up, Joel. Good. So I, it'll stay there. <laughs> anyway, you want me to? Why, I don't know why she hangs out with those guys. I, I really don't either. But uh, for the people She's that are just listening, too pretty for that. Um, that's uh, Eddie Black and 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 Wendy. Um, I got to actually hang out with them on Thursday night. So I just wanted to say to those guys, thank you so much. I, I love you guys. And, you know, I love everybody here. But, uh, yeah, it was really cool to get to see them. Um, that's the first time I've seen them since Flight Fest East. So it was really just good to see them. And you got to uh, you got to go down to Galveston. You got to see the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, that's where that photo was taken at. Down yeah, there. very nice. Because it was only about 45 minutes from where we were. So, oh, yeah. so nice. Yeah. Very, very nice. So sorry about that, Pat. I just I wanted to make sure that I got that out there. No worries, brother. Um, so yeah, I haven't been up to a whole lot this winter. Um, I've kind of been in a funk. Uh, just haven't really been motivated to do a whole lot RC. P- part of that is because I I did start uh, flight lessons, um, and I'm right now working toward my uh, light sport license, but will continue on to get my private. Um, and now I'm having you know grand delusions of owning an airplane. I not quite I sure how i'm gonna make that work out but no why you've got that kick <laughs> I, I don't either no it, it was um and i know i've probably said this on here before more than once but but i took i took uh lessons when i was in high school i sold it on my 16th birthday and like almost everyone you talk to uh that just the college came along then a family and that's called life know, man life life happened yep. and airplanes cost money um so i figured at this point in my life if i didn't do it now i would never do it and if i didn't do it that would probably be one of the biggest regrets of my life looking back so i'm working on it um it's been rough with the weather my last three lessons have been basically canceled um due to weather or well i'm a I'm taking lessons from uh, Sport Flying USA over in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Um, and I don't know if they are the only Bristol dealer in the country. I kind of think they are. Um, So not only do they give instruction in the Bristol, if you've never heard of the Bristol, and I guess a lot of people in here probably haven't, it's a a light sport airplane. It was designed by the same guy who designed the uh, Piper Sport Cruiser, which, which is a nice airplane, but 
he somehow partnered with Piper. He had designed the airplane separately. Piper sold the sport cruiser under their name for a while. Then he, then that dissolved or whatever. Uh, sorry if I'm boring you with this guys, but, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, he, he redesigned the airplane and the Bristel is, it's just a sweetheart of an airplane. It's got a, a hundred horsepower Rotax engine in it. Um, the thing you punch the throttle on the runway and it's, it, you just, you're back in the seat and you're off the ground in no time. It, it's fantastic. It's, it's a gentle flyer yet. It's very nimble and responsive. Uh, it's got a big bubble canopy on it. I've never been in an airplane with that much, uh, visibility it, it's incredible it feels like you're just floating in the sky it, it, it's fantastic I, so i that's awesome. i i have been loving life with that um i'm hoping the weather uh cooperates a little bit more so um right right now i'm i think i'm so only somewhere around six hours so 10 is the minimum to solo um i i don't have any delusions of soloing at 10 hours uh but but somewhere around there I think my first solo I did at 12 when I was in high school. But anyway, mm. not that that matters. Um, but yeah, I, I, I've been focusing more on that than I have RC, although I have got been dabbling with a couple of things. Um, I have uh, – I've been working on <laughs> this quad. Yay. I'm quad. so proud of you. I'm ashamed of myself. Um <laughs> But uh, now I was having some issues with the uh, the PDB board in the Pololu, and when we did that podcast with uh, who was it, Schizo Gabbit and yep. um, Stingy, uh, and anybody who would watch this not knowing anything about people would be like, "What in the hell is he talking about?" Well, yeah, who are those really. people? Right. Anyway, um, they kind of laughed at me when I said, "Yeah, I got this persistent PDB." issue with the polulu on there and i have to resolder all the time and they looked at me like i had three heads because you know apparently that was so last year it was um, <laughs> so i got a maytech uh power distribution board with regulator and um and i got a fancy new uh soldering station with hot air uh rework yay so I'm, I'm all thrilled about that um so i'll be putting that back together here shortly the the thing that I'm excited the most about is um hang on a sec, be right back. Yep. Oh, he's getting a thing. Yeah, All he right. got the uh, same um uh, session I did. Oh that's awesome. Yeah. Oh did. my god, that I, thing I, is so nice. Here I can move this for a second and here's here's mine. Right here under all the oh, yeah. mess. I love this thing. Oh yeah. It's fantastic. All right, Pat. I know what Pat's got a hold of. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I showed this on. Uh, uh, yes. The the last podcast, I guess it was with oh, when Jen and Josh so came on talking about the air park. But um, Stephen Rosema, uh, rasterize on the forums. Uh, I if if you know anything about flight test, oh, oh, that sounds condescending if I say it that way. Anyway, Stephen Rosema has done an a, an incredible amount of work for the uh, flight test community in making really. Great looking skins for for several airplanes. Um, he did all of the uh, baby Brits and baby Barons a couple of years ago gaggle. for the Gotha gaggle, um, and he has made a set of skins for the Jenny that I designed and built. Oh really? Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's super pretty, and they are they're fantastic. So I'm cutting those out now, and I'm going to be building it another one. This was this was the prototype number one. Um, 
and it's a little ragged out right now because I've flown the snot out of it. I love the way this airplane flies. I am so proud of this airplane. It looks it looks like a jenny in the sky. It flies like a jenny. It, it's it's almost like flying a little uh, Horizon Hobby Champ. Oh, that's um, so awesome! Whoever oh, it is, yeah. I mean, it is that gentle. Um, I, I love it, love it, love it, love it. So I'm excited to uh, build another one um, for Jen. I, that was the inspiration, building it for Jen Bixler, and I'll be uh, sending it to her. And I'll probably build another one for Josh to play around with, too. Um, so anyway, uh, I, I'll be making plans available for this at some point if anybody is interested. And it'll have the skins along with it. Um, like I said, I, I, I'm very, very proud of this airplane. Um, it, it is everything I hoped it would be and more. So um, that's what I've been up to. Uh, not awesome. really anything. Oh, oh, yes. I'm sorry. This is a big one. Um, so I have pretty much all the structural components to build a rascal. Thanks to Blake Ziegler. Nice. Yeah. So Blake had, uh, Blake had bought the, uh, all the structural components. I guess he, he had bought everything to build a rascal. Um, and he decided, uh, you know, because he, Blake is, he's an impressive guy. He really is. Um, yep. For, especially for as young as he is. Um, he decided he's going to scale this thing up, and now he's got this massive CNC cutter, but based on the idea of the Rascal, but he basically redesigned it himself, mm -hmm. and he sold me the, uh, the components from it. So basically all I have to do is get off my butt, order the electronic side of things, motors, um, you know, controller, wiring, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, so I've got half of a rascal waiting to be assembled, and I, I, I'm really excited to get on that. The, the, the only part that worries me is where am I going to put it? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. I see a basement cleaning coming. Well, uh, I tell you what, yeah. no, no. If, if, if I pan the camera to my left right now. Wait, what used to be the big pile of things? It is no longer a big pile of things. There's oh, plenty of over there for me to expand. I've been told what? I'm not allowed to. I've been told I'm not allowed to, but I don't really listen to this kind of thing. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you listen you to You don't anyway. need that kind of negativity in your life. <laughs> do what I want. <laughs> so, you do not need that kind of negativity in so, your yeah. life, my friend. So, so big shout out and thank you to Blake. You, dude, you're an awesome guy. Um, and, uh, oh, actually, I'm going to be over. I do have to pick up one more component from him, um, uh, and it just hit me. I'm going to be over in Lancaster on uh, Tuesday. No actually, actually, I'm going to be in Lebanon on Tuesday, but he'll be at work, so I'll go over and pick it up from him at work. I just have to coordinate that with him, and cool. I might even get to schedule another flight lesson along the way. So nice, yeah. So that's that. And uh, as soon as the snow melts outside, uh, it'll be spring. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So maybe we'll get back in the air. Maybe. Uh, yeah. So. Maybe. Very good. Very good. <sighs> well, so I guess. So, Joel, what in the heck have you been up to, and what are your plans, son? Okay, well, you two know the grander picture, which I have to keep under wraps for now. But um, Allison and I have been literally nonstop since the beginning of this year. We have been doing a lot of volunteer work um, at uh, an organization that Pat is incredibly familiar with. Yeah, um, absolutely. And very so... near and dear to my heart. We um, 
we have been volunteering at an organization called Give Kids the World, which is a uh, village, uh, kind of like a hotel where um, kids from organizations like Make-A-Wish and various other organizations come and stay in Orlando to enjoy the attractions. And so Alice and I have been giving a lot of time, on, a lot of Sunday evenings uh, to be down there and working with them. Um, I usually do deliveries and she's usually doing deliveries either with me or um, we've done uh, quite a bit of uh, stuff around the village as of late. Um, so we're actually going to be down there again tomorrow for uh, another session. Um, so that has been a lot of my Sundays, which is where I haven't been able to podcast as much. Um, we're trying to do quite a lot with that organization, uh, which is really exciting um, locally. Yeah, um, and, and and just from a personal standpoint, let me say thank you for doing that. I mean, it's uh, my son uh, had a kidney transplant at two and a half. Um, and he subsequently had another one when he was 17. He's 21 now. And actually, this is very exciting. He got a real job. Thank God. Yay. Thank God. Yay. Now, he, he went to school. He, he went for a phlebotomy certification and uh, got it. And he technically hasn't even completed his certification yet or gotten it, but he's already employed and working. And so that that's awesome. But But anyway... Uh, we received a uh, Make-A-Wish trip when he was, I'm going to say, around four or five. And we went down and we stayed at Give Kids the World, uh, which is an amazing place. It, it is an amusement park in mm -hmm. and of itself. Um, and when you say hotel, it is not like a hotel. <laughs> it's, it is, it's a village. <laughs> it's a village. Like we had – it's like a series of duplex houses. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we had half of – I mean we had a whole house to ourselves basically. Mm -hmm. um, the grounds are beautiful. There's things for the kids to do there. There's like – you go in. Uh, if you know – oh, good God. I'm having a brain fart. Um, Perkins. Perkins Restaurant. Sorry. I'm on a tangent here. But Perkins Restaurant donates um, food, mm -hmm. time, yep. and money. If you, if you go into a Perkins Restaurant, you'll see a little donation thing on the counter for Give Kids the World if you're like, I don't even know what that is. It, it, it's legit. Um, mm -hmm. So they've got an ice cream shop there. They, it's it's incredible. It was mm -hmm. such a wonderful experience. And then when you go to the parks, they at least when we were there, they gave kids these buttons to where it says Give Kids yes. the World. Mm -hmm. And if you have that button on, you have the pass to go to the front of any line mm -hmm. if there's a character meet and greet uh they will come directly over to you mm -hmm. we even had uh we were waiting in line for um for the buzz light year and something else character thing uh and, and it was they weren't going to come out for another i don't know 20 minutes or so and one of the people that worked there saw Sean with the button on, went inside, and they brought the characters out specifically to meet him. It is oh, awesome. what they do, yeah. what Give Kids the World does is awesome. And, and fortunately for us, um, you know, there are a lot of parents that face far worse things with their children. In fact, we uh, when we were there, we, ha we had a, a, a guy stop us. And he said, I, he, he handed us a wad of cash. He said, I want to give you this. And we're like, what is this? He said, 
uh, last year, uh, we received a give, uh, trip, stayed at Give Kids the World, and unfortunately, their child had passed away, and they had come back a year later to remember their kid and experience that kind of again. Oh, so, my God. That's awesome. It was like, oh, yeah. But um, so, Joel, and thank Allison as well. Thank you from the yeah. bottom of my heart. That That's a yeah. magical place. Oh, yeah. And we absolutely, like, as Pat said, it is magical, like, there is a reason we volunteer as much as we do. It's absolutely addictive. Um, and, you know, we have very giving spirits. So obviously always wanting to give back to the community any way we can. And it it's just, it's a great organization. I feel very passionately about it. And it it's just taking a lot of time and I love it. So, sure. Awesome. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with that at all. Yep. And so I've been incredibly busy with that. But not only that, as you can tell by my slender physique, um, I have been running a hell of a lot as well. Um, for, Alice, from what? Uh, that's a good question. From um, from responsibility would be the right uh, answer <laughs> to that question. Um, no, Allison and I have uh, been participating. In fact, this one over here um, participated in her first Disney 5K um, in March, February. Um, <laughs> February was the Princess 5K. Um, we, in three weeks, will be celebrating um, the Disney Star Wars 10K. Um, so that is a timed 10K, six and a half miles. Um, at that. three in the morning, yay, on a Saturday, yay. Um, so that's coming up real quick. Uh, so Allison and I are neck deep in training for that um as well and on top of all that we're trying to get rid of stuff in the apartment so if we're not running if we're not give kids the world then we're trying to clear up the apartment and then when i have a second i try and get out and fly <laughs> <laughs> are you uh joel are you going to do the princess run i am actually in uh in dress. yeah that's the only thing i want to know in 2019 oh you know i'm gonna rock that tutu you and know I'm you uh, right. definitely I definitely want you to run like a princess. Oh, you know I will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that. Um, and uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, social media is going to fire up about that. Okay, anyway, <laughs> so um, yeah, so we are doing the 10k for Star Wars. We're doing the 10k for food and wine, and then the what's called the Princess Challenge, which is consecutively. Uh, one after each day, 5k, 10k, and a half marathon. So, wow. wait, wait, yeah. what you wait, you say consec consecutively days, like, so like Friday is you, the 5k, and then you do Saturday is the 10k, and then and Sunday is the half. You no sick way. bastard, <laughs> no way. So, yeah, I can't right. run down my stairs, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. This is this is. Nobody's going to care about this whatsoever, but I don't care. I'm going to say it. Okay, so I work at Lowe's in the paid department. Yesterday, uh, the, uh, the, the lady who runs receiving and – or I'm sorry, deliveries uh, came up to me and said, Hey, would you mind going out and helping the delivery guys? They're installing they're, – they're delivering some refrigerators, and it's down in Hanover, which is like 45 minutes away. And like, no, I don't want to go, but I ended up going. Um, <laughs> and no, I, I agreed to go. Uh, 
they, I, I wish I, a matter of fact, I can do this. If Mike Finley can do this, I can show you pictures on my phone. I think you can. On the thing. Okay, so these guys had to deliver eight refrigerators to a set of apartment building. And... Oh, no. That's the first flight of stairs. This is a pre-Civil War era building. Oh, my And then that is the second flight of stairs, which, by the way, is considerably steeper than the first flight of stairs. Yeah. So me and Scott, another guy that worked there, we we get there, and and these these crazy SOBs have they've taken up six refrigerators and brought six down. So thankfully, by the time we got there, we only had to do one each. And I got to this because of you know the whole thinking about running, dude. By the time we got to the top with one refrigerator, my legs were on fire. I was the guy at the top. Lifting, yeah. you know, pulling. He was on the bottom pushing. And then we had to take one back down. One, I was dead. Yeah. Dead. No and these guys did six. No way. Oh, that's too funny. But anyway, more power to you, buddy. Uh, I, I'm glad you're uh you're you're enjoying Disney to the fullest and doing those yeah. kinds of things. Because it is, you know, Very that's important. awesome, man. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? This is our this is our excursion before having kids. So we are having as much fun as we possibly can. We are doing as much for each other as we possibly can. And I am more proud of this one than you guys will ever know because she is doing an incredible job on her um, fitness and health. She is down 15 pounds right now. I'm very, very hey. proud of her. Very, very proud. Um, so, yeah, she's doing incredible as well. So, good job, babe. Um, the other thing, as you probably have noticed when I pop up, um, or I should say when I pop down, um, and whenever the screen becomes live, is that I have something underneath my name that you probably either have seen or recognized. Bless you. Um and that is something that I have been working on on the side as well, which has kind of been taking some time away. Bless you. Bless you, Allison. Pat says bless you. And Mike says bless yes. you. Yes. Bless you. She said, thank you, Mike. So it will always continue. You know that. Um, It'll never stop. It will never stop. Uh, I'm okay so... with that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, um, I have been working on something and I have been really passionate about this. Um, you know, Mike is wearing a shirt for a company that we also do a lot of representing for, and that's a company called Rotoriot, which is something that Chad Kappa has been involved with. Um, and I'm very, very proud to see that. Uh, Chad Capper and Josh and everyone over at Flight Test is going to be starting to do more with the Rotoriot crew. I think that's a really great partnership. So I'm really happy about the things that are going on there. Um, but something that popped up on the Flight Test videos a little while ago really struck a nerve with me. And I don't know what it was about it. Um, Mike can attest to this because I think we both have the same passion towards this particular subject. Um, and I really hope a lot of the community feels the same way, um, is that flight test started something called quad share. Um, and quad share was intended to be a system where people who wanted to get into FPV quadcopters or drones, um, could reach out 
and request components because they were, quote, too expensive um, to get into. And there was something about the fact that Flight Test was creating something that generated such an attitude of begging and and requesting components as freebies instead of working and driving towards something and growing and learning in it. Um, and it really hit me hard and it just did not set, I, it did not sit well with me. I did not like the idea of Quadshare at all. I didn't like who was driving it. Um, there's a couple of reasons I'm not going to get into it here. Mike fully agrees. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I think I'm being very good right now. I, I'm being, I'm as you can tell, I'm being politically correct here. Um, you know, it's there's a couple of things about it that just doesn't sit well with me, and I don't, I cannot support quad share as part of flight test. Um, and instead, what I have seen with what Rod Riot has been doing with what they've got called quad cam. Yeah which is incredible. If you have not heard about QuadCamp, you guys need to go to the Rotoriot site. You need to follow them on YouTube and you need to see the incredible things that they've been doing for the community, especially for new pilots um, through the program called QuadCamp. And so as a, as a aside to that, um, and as something that I feel very, very passionately about, um, there is something that I have been working on. And as you can see underneath, I'm signed into it through um, YouTube right now. Um, it's something called Quad Courses. And Quad Courses is designed to be a seminar-based program that is all digital. Um, so the way that I am launching Quad Courses is through a series of three articles that are appearing on the Flight Test Articles page a blog page, which I still have yet to set up. The art first article is complete, and I'm waiting for it to go live on Flight Test's article page before making it live on the blog space. Um, but you can go to wordpress.quadcourses.com and find it there. You can also follow it on Instagram and Facebook um, because there will be PDF documents there as well. But essentially, I'm creating a 2018 guide for getting into quadcopters. And, it's split and then in 2019, he'll have to change everything and do it again because the technology is changing every six months. You got it. Exactly. Which is exact, <laughs> and that and Mike hit the nail on the head. The, the tech true. in the industry, the way things are moving are so, so fast, fast. In, in the quad space. I mean, the fact that Pat was talking about the PDB and the Palulu thing, that was a thing because PDBs only did, transferred... How? Power distribution boards for those Thank who you. might not know. PDBs would only run straight battery voltage out from the battery pack to the ESCs with no filtering whatsoever. So the Palulu was an ad addition to provide 5-volt power outage for the flight controller, for the camera system, for the video transmitter. And that would be something that you could use as a method of filtering. Well, nowadays, there are PDBs with built-in 5-volt, 12-volt rails. You also have filtering. You also have PDBs that can do OSD. And now you can get ESCs 
which have the power distribution board built in in a four and one combination. So that's just in the last year alone that we've gone from that point to that point. So just imagine how how much further um, the technology is going to get in another year's time. So yeah. the 2018 guide is designed for, uh, it, again, it's split into three parts. Very easy. Part one is all about quads. What is a quadcopter? What are the components? What are the things that you need to be aware of? How do they fly? What's the movement uh, of one of these quadcopters? And basically from there, you have the foundation that you need to start moving on to part two of the of quad courses, which part two is the technical background. The technical background is as exactly how it sounds. So it's understanding how everything connects together. It's understanding what the flight controller is doing. It's understanding PID loops. It's understanding the video system. It's understanding what 5.8 video transmission is. It's understanding what 2.4 radio transmission is. And all of the technical side of what you, what is going on behind the scenes so that you have a better grasp of what's going on. And not only that, it will also be a start guide as to how to assemble and build one of these quads. So part two is really the kind of the big meat and bones of this, of quad courses. And that will adapt and grow as things are gonna change. So that's in the articles. And then part three, and this is the part that kind of takes over from where quad share was, is part three is gonna be your go-to shopping list. So uh, you guys are probably familiar with a, a guy named Joshua Bardwell. Um, Joshua Bardwell is um, a really big name YouTuber who is all about um, quadcopters and general knowledge. And another guy who you may be familiar with is a guy called Oscar Lang. And Oscar Lang is all about reviews and technical and blah, blah, blah. So basically, quad courses is smashing those two ideas together. And um, ideally, once the third article gets released and once the shopping list is out there, once people kind of get a sense, we're going to be doing a giveaway. And I'm really, really excited about this. So, He's saying quad, we, but it's him. It is. It, well, Quad Courses. So yeah. Quad Courses has been sponsored by Quadbox. And so our very first giveaway is actually sponsored by Quadbox. And you guys will receive some of the goodies um, from a Quadbox a quad box package and we'll talk more about quad box when we start releasing the videos and what exactly quad box is mike is very familiar with it um both of us are representing shirts from quad box right now um but quad box is a really phenomenal way of quickly getting parts once a month they it's a subscription box service um, the guys over at Rotorite and X-Hover are the ones who assemble this, and it's really fantastic. Um, you guys may be familiar with a pilot named Bot Grinder, who is the coolest guy on the face of the earth. Did you He's say Butt Grinder? Bot. B-O-T. Well, bot he, has, he has been called Butt Grinder. Yes, he has. <laughs> <laughs> so, for, first of all, I really want to give a huge shout-out and thank you to Quadbox for sponsoring the first of this year's articles. Um, so we'll be doing the the giveaway for that um, here shortly and talking more about quad bugs um, and what they do. Um, but I also want to give a shout out to another local company that's really been helping us out. And that is Race Day Quads. That's these guys right here. So Race Day Quads has assisted me in uh, getting all of my components for both of my quads set up and organized. And both of them are 
really fantastic. So yeah, so that is quad courses in a nutshell. And I look forward to first article should be dropping here in the next few days. It's on the FT articles uh, in review right now. So I'm just waiting for it to drop. And then I'll do a general release. But if you guys want daily quad um, quad content, please jump over to the Instagram and Facebook pages. You can find us at quad courses um, on both of those and quad courses underscore FPV at on Instagram. So yeah, I'm really, really excited about what quad courses is going to become. Um, again, the, the future endeavor is to do more YouTube videos and then doing seminars um, through the YouTube live space, like we're, what we're doing right now. So basically have a group of people come in, learn about a particular subject, ask questions along the way, and kind of go through and teach people all about these incredible machines that all three of us have had a ton of fun with in the past. And and when you get into it, once you get behind the goggles, you really get that true sense of flight and the freedom that it gives you. It, it's just incredible technology and it's exciting. It really is exciting. So yeah, that's quad courses. <laughs> I, I, I feel like an underachiever now. <laughs> I mean, well, seriously, and- that's a lot going on, man. Yeah, well, I, I understand. I just, you know, um, but but I I guess I I would like for Joel to uh, um, um, give us an idea of what that's going to do with this group. Yeah. So bit. obviously, it's going to shuffle up the the group here a little bit. Um, I kind of have to take a, a step back from FTCC a little bit in order to accomplish everything that we're trying to do on quad courses. Um, so it's just going to be these two fellas over here for a little while. Um, they may bring a third person back in. I don't know, but of course I'm always around. If either of you two need me for anything, you know, I'll always support you. Um, so, but- so, so Mike, what he just said is he's going to edit all of the podcasts from here on out. That's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are hilarious. Yeah, um, you know, so, we try. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, so you may see less of me on FTCC. However, um, you you guys have been fully supporting everything that I've been doing. I mean, Mike has uh, the exact same feelings about what was going on um, over FT that I do, um, which is what generated a lot of the the work behind what I've been doing with quad courses. Um, and also, it, to to put it simply. Um, I haven't been in quite as much with the fixed wing stuff. I've been focused more on the quads. Um, I love my fixed wing, but I'm actually gunning more towards FPV craft um, than I am line of sight stuff. Um, so actually the the plane that I designed for um, Flight Fest South is sitting up here still because I still have to do the tweaks on it so that it can then get FPV equipment because that's going to be an absolute rocket ship. Uh, for FPV, so I'm really excited. So I'm I'm doing a lot more with FPV lately. Um, I love FPV. The the like what Pat said. Pat's got behind the sticks of a full size uh, uh, full scale plane. Um, that that's what I love. I love being behind the sticks, under the hood, in the cockpit, flying around. There's just something about being up in the air that is just so satisfying, and gratifying, and I absolutely. Love- Love, love it. And that's why I'm so addicted to FPV. Yeah, um, FPV bug has bitten me really hard. Good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and I uh, do so once, once you get the diversity stuff in there, you'll be amazed as to how far you can push this thing. Um, 
I still haven't pushed these guys as far as I think I can yet. Um, I was pushing one of my quads a week ago. Uh, Again, I'm still only running Free Sky on my quads with... um, What do you mean only? That stuff's great. Well, wait a second. With, oh, here it comes. Two, that, that was still last month. Yes, it was. 200, 200 milliwatt um, on both of those. So I'm waiting to pump those up to 600 and seeing how far I really get. But can I tell you, I am itching. I am so itching, Mike. It's it's horrible because you're going to smack me across the, the face. But I am so itching to get crossfire. Oh, am I itching for Crossfire? Something rotten. I, I get it. I, I understand uh, it. Um, I really want it. <laughs> what is Crossfire? Uh, it's just a longer distance. Oh. It, it's it's a long range. I have to use long range in quotes because if I use long range and people actually know what long range is, then I'll get smacked for saying that it's long range when it's technically not long not range. Long range, right? Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go fly uh, 20 kilometers with it. No, no, uh, no. Oh well, I mean, I have some long range stuff. I my uh, my Phantom, I flew over a mm-hmm. mile, and my uh, Mavic, I've flown just about. And I know they'll go further than that, but I just yeah. am scared to death to take something that expensive and like. Put it out there. Where I can't yeah. do anything. Well, I mean, I remember, I remember the look on Andre's face when we were out in Ohio back, uh, you know, almost a year ago now, yep. when he lost a uh, video signal from his, oh, and, yeah. and Chris Rodriguez had to come flying and find him with his, and, they, yep. and fly him back until he picked up video signal again. That was great. <laughs> that boy had a rough trip last year. Oh yeah, he yeah, did. He did. Oh my goodness! So, yeah, a lot of a lot of fun stuff. So, um, so yeah, quads is taking a lot of my time, but also, um, I added Mike to this group. There's a really there's a new and really innovative um group of wing pilots that popped mm-hmm. up fairly recently, and uh, I am really itching to get one of those wings. So, Pat, if you haven't done so yet and you're interested. There is a there is I'm a group. All about flying wings. There is a, there is a group on Facebook called Defiant Wings. Defiant, yeah. as in rawr, defiant. Um, yeah, this group is passionate about really inexpensive, fun flying wings, and they have a a wing right now which is called the Defiant Twenty Eight. It's a twenty eight inch wing, um, but it is a blunt nose, and whew, it only takes quad size components so it's really accessible it's really inexpensive and yeah 60 bucks for um for an epp 28 inch wing which can go up to 4s dude it's it's awesome and if you uh, do we know who's doing that yeah it's but i mean um, but who do we know do we know the person behind it or people behind it or not i want to say the guy's name is sean shepherd um Uh, Hang on. I'm looking him up right (laughs) now. When in doubt, go to Facebook. Um, Here, I'm going to show this anyway. I don't care if it's appropriate or not. It's the last great act of defiance. Yes. (laughs) And, of course, the mouse is the one being defiant. Of course, you know. Which is is very much me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is it? Is it the? Yeah, pretty much. That's a nice looking wing. 
yeah i'll do the uh the and and just so that you guys can see what we're talking about um this is the defiant 28 it's a really really beautiful little wing again it's blunt nose it takes quad components um there's a good number of 3d printed parts that you can get for it um all the stl files become available if you have a 3d printer um but they they just they fly unbelievably well if you watch any of the videos here on youtube um they are they're such beautiful wings so i'm probably gonna dive in and get a new epp fpv wing um so it's kind of funny so the only line of sight plane that i currently have left in my fleet other than the radian which still doesn't have a nose at the moment <laughs> is my cub <clears throat> Which is a really? wonderful airplane. Which is a yes, wonderful is. airplane. I love, love, love my cub. Okay. Um, so yeah, that that's what I've been up to. So so we won't see Joel very much. I mean, I'm sure there'll be times when we'll say, "Hey, Joel, we need you," or we, yeah. want you. you know, I mean, of course, we always want him in, but uh, yeah, we understand that he does have. Um, I mean, he's <laughs> a young man. He's got a lot going on in his life, and yep. and uh, we want him to pursue his passions as well. So it's not a goodbye. It's uh, more see of you a real soon. Um, yep. As a Mickey Mouse would and, say, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, real soon. <laughs> but so, uh, yep, I, I kind of want to go ahead and move on now to ask the guys that are listening, watching, mm -hmm. um, if they have some questions for us that maybe we haven't ever answered. Um, I can't say we will answer them all. Exactly. But uh, it depends on what the question yeah, is. Of course, exactly. but, <laughs> but, um, the more inappropriate, the yeah. better. And and just, just as an FYI, if anyone has specific radio control questions, whether it be fixed wing or multi-rotor related, um, we can definitely answer those as well. Um, I think we're all more than qualified to assist with any troubleshooting and helping anyone while we're here. So if mm -hmm. anyone has a specific question that they're looking to answer, um, Oh, the other the other question that I did get as well is, does that mean I'm still going to be active with the flight test beta builders? I am still very active with that. Um, so I do still um, do all the beta testing with uh, Pat um, for flight test beta builders. Um, and so we're still actively assisting with all of the development of future flight test airplanes. So. Yeah, it's, it, it's been a fairly slow winter on that front, too. Yep, it has. So, And that's what's allowed me to kind of do a little bit more. But there are a good number of planes coming down the pipe. Um, we can say that. Uh, there's not much more we can say on the subject. Um, but we're really excited about what's coming down the pipe. I mean, except for one. I can't talk about that. But I'm not very excited about the next one. <laughs> um, Thomas. What? Okay, well... Text me. I'll, what are you I'll, talking? I'll, I'll, well, how about how about this? When we go offline, okay, I'll, I'll sounds good. You. Okay, because I haven't, I, I, I've been tuned out a little bit lately. I wonder why. <laughs> you want to know what the meaning of life is, um, Ryan? It's forty-two. It it's is. For, well, he said, "Why is forty-two important?" And I said, "Because it's the meaning of life. life. It's right. the it's the answer to the ultimate question. That's life, right. right. Universe, and everything." Right, that's but right. but so, nobody can remember what the question is. That's right. You don't you know the question's irrelevant. The answer is all that matters. So so Thomas Farrell's asking uh, Pat uh, if your buddy has ever fished his uh, Mavic out. Of oh, that's a good question. Creek. No, 
No, no, no, no. Um, as far wow. as I know, it's still a submarine um, and will be forever and ever. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, so so anyway in case anybody's here that didn't hear that story just real quick uh wrap up um i have a a guy that lives a couple of houses down from me here in the neighborhood and he had a mavic and um he was out flying it over a, a local lake um and behind the dam of this lake uh this lake has a bottom discharge and a top discharge but the bottom discharge uh comes out in a little pond um, and he was flying over this little pond and, and it just went into land mode. He did nothing to, to cause it to do it. It just landed itself in the water. And, and I, I've heard a couple of other people having that issue. I don't know if it's something about the, maybe the, the, the sonar or whatever it is. Um, and the water freaks out its brain. Um, but, uh, I, we, we, I we drug it with magnets. Um, I borrowed a wetsuit and bobbed around in that freaking cold water for way too long and could not find that thing. No idea what's going on with it, but it's it's underwater somewhere. So anyway, no. Nice. Mavic dead. <laughs> I I love I love 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 this next question. Can, can I take the next two? Real sure. Quick? sure. Um, so Air Geek asks, why are you guys doing this so early? I thought my clock was broken. No, your clock's not broken. Um, I'm literally, this is the only available minute that I had. And these two, uh, these two over here were gracious enough to acknowledge the fact that I needed to uh, um, be on at a certain time. So they adjusted their time zone to accommodate my schedule. So I appreciate the both of them for getting up early to assist with uh, getting, getting this moving. Yeah, and getting up early for me, I'm an hour behind you guys. So yeah, exactly. Um, so it this was really was tough because <laughs> I had I actually had a full day of travel yesterday. Um, flights canceled, and I didn't get home until eight forty p.m. last night. And I, I started at seven thirty yesterday morning. I totally I, feel you. I, I saw you were not real happy with what was it, Southwest? Yeah, Southwest. Uh, I can't believe they routed you through Atlanta for that. But well, it was, it was annoying because all the flights were sold out that were after that, and I'm like, that's not my problem, guys. But no. eh, what do you do? Yeah, well. really. Um, and then Michael S asked, "What is our preferred technique for skinning FT planes?" Um, I'm going to defer that question okay. to our buddy Stephen Rosema. Well, um, let Pat and, take it. And, and Pat, yeah, do you, Pat, explain okay, the, yeah, I, I the can, technique. I can do this. Um, so when you skin airplanes, what I do personally is I, I peel the skin off, uh, uh, the paper off of the foam board, and I use uh, 3M Super 77. baby. That stuff. And, yeah, that stuff. Um, and it Come, okay. comes in a big old can like this or like what Pat has. Yeah. Uh, you have to be careful with this because this will melt foam, so you have to tread lightly. Uh, here's how I do it. Um, I okay, I'll, ju I'll just do a a mock. Me meanwhile, so what I do is, <laughs> he, I cut out the shape of the skin, okay, and then I spray the back of the paper. Mm -hmm. Let it get a little bit tacky. Don't I don't spray on the foam. I let this get tacky. It's kind of like contact cement, you know, with contact mm -hmm. cement. You let it 
it, it sets completely dry. And when you put the two halves together, it will never move again. Well, let this get almost dry, tacky. And then you just lay it on the foam and that's it. And then you can cut out the foam around the the paper. It's, yep. it's, it's really easy to do. Um, if you're like me and you're stuck with an eight and a half by 11 printer, it gets a little laborious from that side of things, but, but it's not too bad. Not too bad. Um, it, it's a, in a way it's almost easier than hand cutting. And I don't know why I think this, but then hand cutting from regular plants. Yeah. Yeah, it is because you, you're actually putting the template, gluing yep. it to the foam and then cutting around the template. And I will tell you that that technique does last. I still have my baby Brit body from FT uh, Flight Fest 20. That one still has blood on it, doesn't it, Pat? Um, <laughs> Flight, Fest, Flight Fest 15. Uh, sorry, 16. Yeah, 16. What am I talking about? Um, Flight Fest 16. Uh, they, uh, bless you, the paper adheres to the foam really, really well. Um, I saw a really hilarious question come in about um, if any of us are planning on going to Helly's. My answer is, I'm broke enough. I don't need to be even more broke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't <laughs> not only that, but they're scary. Um, they, I don't want to die. They're yeah. terrifying. Yeah, there's a there's a question up here that Dustin asked about: Do you use any glue in addition to a vinyl wrap? And the I, I will tell you, vinyl wraps can do well. Uh, to me, they're heavy because um, generally about the thinnest you can get is around a two mil vinyl. And when you completely cover a plane with vinyl, it tends to get heavy. So yeah. it makes it faster. Now, if you want a faster airplane, then go for the, you know, the vinyl. Um, I would still probably do a little bit of the Super 77 along with it just to make sure because the foam on the airplane is porous. So it will tend to not want to stick as well with just the adhesive on the vinyl itself. Yeah, agreed. Um, and and the other the other thing I will add to that is the only airplanes you should be laminating for any reason are EPP wings or EPP airplanes that come with DocuLam. Um, and the reason is it just adds a layer, a thin layer of skin over the top of the EPP and it makes them more rigid. It makes them more rugged and you can crash them into all sorts of stupid things and they will not break. So DocuLam yeah. on an EPP wing or an EPP plane makes complete sense. If you have any questions about how to do that. Um, Alex Grieve actually does a phenomenal job of how to DocuLam an EPP airplane on his channel. So I'll defer you to IB Crazy on YouTube for yeah. how to do that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. uh, Pat Lu Luis has got a question for you. Uh, when are you going to pass along that Corsair? Which one? I've got three. I guess well, any one of them. I don't know. He's <laughs> one, one long. <laughs> um, <laughs> never um <laughs> no <laughs> i wouldn't either um robert goff actually asks a really good question i really am glad that you asked okay so he says i accidentally flew one battery on a vortex 250 pro without the antenna by accident thankfully Ouch. it was at 25 milliwatt and i still have video transmission do you think the tx is damaged um, I will tell you most VTXs, especially good ones like you'll find in Immersion as well as um, 
TBS products, um, those um, VTXs are rated to be without um, without an antenna. They have a resistance rating of 50 ohms. Um, so basically, you can leave it without an antenna for a certain period of time, but don't leave it for too, too long. So if you quickly realize that you're flying without an antenna, and you will real quick because you'll get out of video range real fast. Um, but if you do realize that you are without an antenna, power it down, put an antenna back in, you should be fine. There should be no residual damage. Um, even if you power it up to 200 and 600 milliwatts, basically, so long as you have that resistance back on board, um, the VTX, you should be fine. Yeah. And just double check your range. You know, yep. if you think you may have damaged something, just check range before yep. you get. Um, yeah. Well, usually they're rated for about 30, 30 minutes. I think the TBS Unify Pro Race Edition is rated at something stupid like three hours. It's it's ridiculous how long you can leave them without antennas, but don't don't do it often. Yeah. Flubberder, flubberder, flubberder. Uh, anyway, they're talking about uh, design of of uh, flying wings. Um, I don't know if you guys saw, was it last night or the night before? Um, Alex Grief was actually live streaming on Facebook. And he was going through his design process. He he's he's he was in the process of designing a new flying wing, and uh, so I sat there watching him for a, for a while. Uh, pretty interesting to see how you know different people go about it. I have my ways that I go about it. Um, anyway, if you're friends with Alex Grieve on Facebook, uh, you could go to his page and scroll down and i'm sure you'll see it it's it's pretty cool to see how he goes about doing things um i i love flying wings uh i love designing and building them um one of my favorite things uh so i don't know i don't know where i'm going with this but yay flying no, wings. no you're okay. right yeah you're 100 percent right and um pat uh flying wings are a challenge because as we've seen by flight tests wings flat airfoil wings don't fly the best as yeah. you've had personal experience with um, uh, and, and neither yeah flat bottomed airfoils are not, are not great for wings. flying the wing I, and i don't i yeah you need a you need a semi-symmetrical uh, semi-symmetrical is with, with, with reflex yes yep. agreed all right okay joel go ahead and say what you were going to say yeah no, no no absolutely so guys I'm gonna let you guys continue the Q and A, but I have uh, I have to dash. Unfortunately, as I said, my schedule is mental, <laughs> and we've got a birthday party to plan, so we're gonna finalize the plans for that. But I'll be on um, YouTube and Facebook and all that fun stuff. And again, you guys are amazing. Thank you for letting me do what I need to do with this. It's gonna be so much fun, and the road is gonna be hilarious. Um, and of course, both of you are welcome to jump on anytime as a co-host to quad courses uh, as a co-seminar uh, leader um, and you guys can bounce off of me because me talking about technical stuff all day is going to get real boring real fast and i'm going to need someone to play off of so you guys are both welcome to come on and do a seminar with me cool. um, well and, and that's greatly appreciated and we want you to know the same thing here uh, yeah um i'll, I'll be the voice of idiocy <laughs> <laughs> you'll be the josh scott to my josh bixler how about that 
Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, because uh, you're, you're, you know, you always have a place here, and yeah, you'll never exactly. ever lose that. So, no, absolutely. Yep. And I look forward to coming back on from time to time and catching you guys up and letting you guys know what I've been up to. Um, and one last thing I will say is, unfortunately, this year I won't be making it to Flight Fest Ohio. Um, it, it's kind of a bummer, but with a lot of travel on my schedule, with uh, stuff coming up with uh, the misses, uh, we're going up to dc a couple of times this year to see my brother and we're also going to europe in november oh sorry october so we're going to be doing that but anyway guys it it's been a blast i really can't wait to share all the quad courses um activity with you guys um so that you guys can share it and also the rest of you guys uh, again if you want to follow us uh, a huge thanks to our sponsor quad box for the first couple of articles um, look forward to doing that giveaway and uh, if you guys ne- want to reach out you can find me at quadcourses at gmail.com quadcourses underscore fpv is our instagram and um, facebook slash quadcourses is uh, the other one but yeah we're going to be posting a lot of fpv related content i'm really super excited about it yeah we'll make sure that he gets it on our page as well so he can pump that out so. yep Absolutely. Well, guys, it's been a real pleasure. And of course, you know my sign off, but I know you guys are going to keep going. Guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for everything. I love you guys to death. And it's always fun jumping on a podcast with you. And of course, until next time, guys, blue skies. And I will see you guys on the next one. Take it easy. All right. Love you, bro. Love you. you. Take it easy, guys. See ya. Bye, Allison. Bye, Allison. (laughs) So, yeah. So. Uh, she does of course she does who is it so yeah i don't know anybody that doesn't love you man i know right yeah i know right <laughs> so i'm trying to go back through and look if anybody's got any other questions let's go ahead oh ryan pap did say that stone blue has a uh a great video as well on yeah. how to well, uh laminate I can, wings I, and stuff I, like can, that. I can talk i can talk about that a little bit too because I, i've done a couple um uh my first my first store-bought flying wing was the uh um was it uh crash test hobbies assassin which is an amazing little flying wing um epp foam and uh you you cover it with doculam that's pretty standard for uh combat wings um as a matter of fact it's very standard for epp combat wings um and it is easy as can be all you do is use a an iron on a low heat setting you kind of have to play around with with what that setting is but but it doesn't take much heat at all to get the uh, doculam to adhere to the to the foam um and you basically you iron it on you trim off the excess and you tuck the corners and iron those down and that's it it there is it's not like you're doing um like a, a heat shrink uh monocoat or something like that it, it, it's way less well not that that's difficult but it has its challenges but it, it it's way easier than that you, you just heat it up and stick it it's almost like doing a uh one of those old uh t-shirt transfers you know what i'm talking mm-hmm. about mike yeah you the know? heat transfer the heat transfer it's exactly yeah. like that yeah it's yeah really you just easy. want to be careful and don't use a lot of heat yeah exactly you don't want to melt the foam but it, it doesn't take a lot of heat. No. I've actually used, um, I've, I used a uh, an electric, um, what do you call it, plate heater, at school one time, because <laughs> I, 
<laughs> this was when I was still teaching it in the middle school, and uh, I, I di couldn't get my hand on an iron, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put, and we have plenty of documents there, so I, I'm going to redo my wing. <laughs> I just hit that sucker, put it on low heat. And it's that easy. You can't screw oh, yeah. it up. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, let's see. Somebody. Hey, hey, Cyborg. What's up, buddy? Um, what do we think about giving the nutball elevons? And isn't that how that one works? Tail runs? Um, I don't know. How does that work? Isn't it? Isn't it? Just, it's just. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's. I've. Uh, I actually don't have. I, ball I don't have one. Personally, like, so. I don't, I don't like the way they fly. Um, but that's just me. Uh, I thought that's how they worked. It was elevons. Or. Yeah, that's what i think i think you should do it that's what yeah I'm it's saying. just a three channel but it's it's just it's uh um uh, the tail surface is either up down or or you do have the do i have one of those laying around here somewhere i wonder oh is it an elevator on the nutball louis oh is it elevator and rudder oh okay i don't have i would i would think it would work pretty well I think it'd be, I mean, they fly weird enough as it is. Why? Yeah, you? it's pretty weird ah. anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do it. See what happens. Yeah, I tell you what, why don't you do it? Let us know. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some prop hang nonsense. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, that, I mean that's yeah. Uh, it's funny the the nutball and the FT flyer kind of fly on the same principle, uh, which is they dr the propeller drags the airplane through the air. Mm -hmm. But the FT flyer is such a better flying airplane. I just never cared for the way the nutballs flew, um, and, and maybe that's because I never set one up myself to the way I liked it. I I, I flew couple of other people's and i was just like i don't know man this isn't for me it's too weird and it does weird things and it flicks around and i don't know anyway yeah yeah to me any it's, build, it's just, it's, any it's, build nights in the future sorry sorry that's I, all right I, that's, that's all right um i can say probably not for a while yeah. uh we would have to defer that over to uh ben and eddie a little, little bit yeah. um and uh uh tommy but uh I'm kind of thinking probably not for a while. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. And it actually should have been done over the winter. And well, and, you, know, you know, again, everybody's got lives going on right now. And it's, it's, it's been a challenge for all of us to get together at the same time. Um, if I've not got something to do, Pat's working or Joel's doing something yeah. or, I mean, you know, and of course, uh, Big Ben being, you know, an EMT firefighter, um, you never know when he's working, when he's not. Right. Um, so it's, it's been, it's been a challenge for us and, and we apologize for not being able to get out as much as we have oh. and, and giving you guys, you know, the, um, the content we want to give you, but we figured it would be very much a good idea to come on and uh, i uh i just got a uh mike 
this, yeah. this is this is breaking news hot off the presses here i just got a text from eddie uh-huh. uh it says jenny and rainbow butterfly princess so things are on the board just trying to plan and work it out oh well there you go yeah so hey maybe we will soon i like doing this those are fun yeah they they were a good time absolutely yeah we could do one for the jenny i'd be totally down for that i think the jenny would be a great one to do oh i love this airplane dude it flies i'm so happy with it it's ridiculous just so happy with it yeah so yeah, yeah. what's that Flubberter, Flubberter says something about uh planning to build a bush plane that, for slow flying that's my favorite type of flying right there i love a high wing plane that i can uh like the storch or like the super cub or something like that that i can just drag around and like you know try to spot land or just do cut touch and goes all day long that, those are my favorite type of airplanes so. yeah i've got uh that uh fly zone beaver yeah and that is the perfect touch and go airplane. I mean, when I fly that airplane, that's all I do is touch and goes. It is so much fun to do. It is, isn't it? Like you get into this rhythm and then you're like, okay, I'm going to see if I can land on this spot and then take off on this spot. Or what I like to do with the storches, uh, where I fly behind my house, it's, it's a cemetery, but it's a part of the cemetery that is just wide open right now um but there's there's a couple of roads that go through it and um i like to try to land sideways you know across the road instead of with the road which is not that hard to do yeah uh sorry i was looking at some other possible news here okay Uh... looks like horizon has entered into an asset purchase agreement to acquire hobbyco's rc business as part of the hobbyco bankruptcy proceeding yeah yeah i saw that um but then uh that that apparently that include that's a rc only but doesn't include like the estes rockets lines which is a shame yeah it uh, says it would not be assuming any of hobby co's debts or other li- liabilities if we are the successful bidder our purchase would close on april 6th wow Oh, I hope something happens with those guys. And, I do too. Yeah. Um, just had a uh, question here um, from do where do you, RP Go Gal uh, says I have a thirty Assassin thirty seven inch with a thirteen hundred milliamp. What is the website that you put in specs to see if the motor and ESC will handle handle a bigger battery? I I know you can use eCalc if you if you Google eCalc E C A L C. Yep. Um, you can use that. I don't know if that will tell you if you can use a bigger battery for that. But when you say bigger battery, do you mean um, more a cells? Lot. Yeah, a lot of it's going to have to do with whatever you're, you know, however many cells the ESC is capable of and then however many amps it's able to draw. Right. So those right. are the two things you have to keep in mind. I mean, as far as just a, a larger milliamp, that's no problem. It's it's right. the amp. It's the true amp draw um and your cell count the the only that's problem robert, that's robert gall is who that is okay now uh the the only problem with a bigger battery is will the will the wing hold it will it carry it yeah yeah will it carry it a 2200 3s on a 37 inch assassin i yeah you could do that i think i wouldn't i wouldn't see a reason not um to. 
it, it's going, it, you're not going to be able to turn as tight. You're, you're going to find yourself probably if, if you're doing a high speed turn and trying to crank it around, it's going to snap out of the turn um, because uh, of the extra weight, you're going to high speed stall it. But, but I mean, it should carry it. And, and, and then you get a bigger bounce because of the extra momentum when you slam into the ground. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I and- have hit. <laughs> I have hit that. I've hit the ground so hard with my assassin. I mean, it goes back up in the air like ten feet. It's hilarious. And then mm-hmm. you you go, go find the battery because it's ten yards away, and then uh, you just toss it back in the air. Things are so indestructible. Yeah, they're pretty tough. And I have no idea if Futaba is going to have anything to do with any of it. I just don't know. Yeah, I, I, I always flew. I think I always flew a thirteen hundred on my assassin. I think it's been a while since I've flown it. It's, I'm looking at it right now. It's it's right there. I like it. Hi. Anyway, what are we doing? I'm uh, just looking to see what else. Um, yeah, and 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 flew birder saying that that it would fly happily on a twenty two hundred because it needs a lot of nose weight. So. That looks fine. Uh, yeah. I'm just trying to keep up. There's a little bit of chatting going on. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I don't have anything else. If you guys. I don't know. I Arrow Geek, I like my Spectrum stuff. I, I don't we don't need Futaba protocols in Spectrum. Spectrum, the only time anybody really has any issues with Spectrum is when they run orange or lemon receivers. I mean, if you buy Spectrum receivers, you don't have issues. I don't. And I've got Spectrum on everything I own. So I, I get tired of everybody saying, oh, this is better than that. This is better than that. That's better than that. Uh, Free Sky is better than Spectrum. European. <laughs> and it's about opinions, you know, and... And, and and I fly Spectrum, have been flying it since I started. Uh, I've had two issues, and both of them have been aftermarket receivers. And I don't buy aftermarket receivers. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, Ryan Patton. Yeah, right. fly, and I have flown yeah. over by it, and I have not had yep. any issues. Oh, I have. I, I have. Okay, um, and that's with, with – yeah. With uh, Sky, right? No, yes, but I don't think it's going to matter what protocol you're using because I think there's a transmitter on those pumps that send out just a blast uh, of data, like sending out data packets every so often. And I think it's just going to stomp all over whatever is on 2.4 out there. Yeah, there you go. Well, I mean, you remember what my uh, what my Radian did? Oh, yeah. And it was it was just what the four of us, five of us flying that day. Yep. And uh, it wasn't even near the the uh, oil pump. It's right down center of the runway. And I've been flying this thing for, what, at least oh. 45 minutes in the air. A- and I was coming down the runway, and it just went, sh- just nosedive. Boom. I had no control. Yeah. So. Well, I, I don't know. I Everybody complains about Spectrum. You got other people complaining about this and that. And, you know, I, I'm sorry. I've been flying Spectrum for six years now and all the problems i have have been my own i think one of the big problems or or i won't say it's a big problem one of the reasons that spectrum seems to experience problems when you're at a place like flight fest is because there's so much of it i mean 
I don't care what you're flying. There's only a limited amount of space for, you know, channels. Well, so, exactly. And everybody's running on 2.4, so. Right. And and I bet 80, well, at least 60% of those people there are flying Spectrum, I would bet. Well, I bet it's, I bet it's pretty close to a 50-50. You think? Yeah, well, still, that's, Cause, that's. Because a lot of people are buying, you know, the Tyrannus and the, you know, all the other. And, and I'm not saying anything is wrong with, with that stuff either. Um, I actually bought one of the old, um, what was it? The uh, old Aurora, one of the first from uh, Hobby King. Okay. Whatever it was, I don't know. And I couldn't figure out the damn software on it. So I ended up selling it to one of the guys of a bike club. Okay. Because I just couldn't figure out the software. I, I'm, of course, I'm an Apple fan as well as far as phones because you plug them in and they work. I plug in Spectrum. I do what I want. It works. That's what I like. So, I mean, it's just it's just what you're what you're used to, what you're accustomed to, and what you've been trained on, and that's what you're gonna you know uh, gravitate towards. I mean, you know, the gas guys up at my field right now, most of them run Futaba. Okay. And they like Futaba, and then the other guys run. You know, some of the other guys run Spectrum, and. It, it just depends. It, it really does. So, I mean, <clears throat> I've heard a lot of people complain about, about quad stuff uh, with Spectrum as well. And I haven't had the issue. And I follow a number of guys um, that fly Spectrum. I mean, um, Drib fly Spectrum. Um, um, Schizo flew Spectrum up until Futaba sponsored him and i can understand why he went to them i mean they're a good radio and they were giving him free stuff why not i would i if somebody gave me free radios i would fly that <laughs> and i would push that i mean Heck yeah, I would. <laughs> so you know um i know schizo you know uh it's jonathan jonathan davis and that guy's been flying a long time and he's probably one of the best pilots in the world uh freestyle and he flies, you know, uh, what they call bandos, which is abandoned buildings. And I mean, all that stuff, he didn't have issues with spectrum. So it's all about how you set them up and where you put your antennas and how you mount your antennas and what you do with them. And, you know, sorry guys. Uh, and now matter of fact, spectrum on their new radios, like the, uh, the new, uh, DX 12, they just come out with, uh, it's going to handle crossfire. So, Come on, guys. From DX9 up, or now anything new is going to be able to handle crossfire. So, you know. Um, sorry, Aero, I kind of got on a tangent. <laughs> Arrowgeek16 was talking about what, what would be a good uh, plane to take to a college dorm to, to keep there, you know. Um, it, it, because you have no space in a college dorm, a flying wing would be a good option. Yeah, the arrow. Um, flying wing like the arrow or an epp wing i personally i would go with an epp wing because you know you you can't destroy those uh i mean you really got to work at hurting those um that that would be my recommendation now you could probably you could go with something like a night vapor uh you could you know it night vapor would be cool because you got some space in that there's somewhere in college that you can go fly that thing inside i, I guarantee it and that would be kind of cool um Anyway, those are my thoughts. Yeah. Oh, now I'm starting to get some trash talk now. Oh, about the Apple? 
the, well, the Apple and then, uh, of course, Luis is saying he only flies Steel's recommended systems. <laughs> <laughs> he's po he's trying to poke a bear is what he's trying to do. <laughs> and I'm not going to allow it. A, a grumpy Irish one at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Although it's really early in the morning, so I haven't been drinking anything. So I won't be yeah. near as grumpy as normal. But anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. Oh, those little planes from I'd Be Crazy are awesome, man. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those. Yeah, those things are fantastic. Uh, what do they call them? I can't even remember now. I think he calls them a gremlin, doesn't he? I don't remember. I think it's a Maybe gremlin. Maybe he does. Okay. I think it's a gremlin. It's like a, a, a biplane. Yeah, it's a little biplane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look. Aero Geek got his part 107. Congratulations, bud. Hey, congrats, dude. I still haven't done money. that. Been wanting to and just, yeah, time, time, time. Yeah. So, so I, I guess with Spectrum, there's DSM2 and DSMX, right? Eddie just texted me something. About yes. And, and DSM2 two, sucks. Yeah. That, so if you're flying DSM2, then you're probably going to have some, especially when there's a lot of people around, you're going to have some problems. Yeah. Yeah. It is the gremlin. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's a biplane. It's and and it's FPV. You put the little cheap cameras on them, you know, um, like the little uh, uh, the Run Cam Mini Micro, whatever. Yeah. Or uh, even whatever flight test is selling at the moment. Um, I are they Hyperions? I don't remember what they're selling right now. I um, I don't know. I haven't I looked know. in a while. But probably Hyperion twenty five milliwatt things, and oh, they're fantastic. Well, it's whatever's on the uh, original Gremlin. I don't, I don't know, whatever it is, but those things are great. Um, I would actually like to have one. They fly slow. Uh, you, I, I could fly it almost in my house. That's how slow they fly. So let's see. Um, isn't the whole thing with the spectrum, the number of frequency they can hop is too low compared to others. Um, no, I believe they have the same or it's close. I don't know that, so I, I couldn't. I, now with DSM two, absolutely with DSM. Oh yeah, DSM two is terrible. Um, there is, I think, half or less yeah. of the frequencies available. Um, but with the DSMX, they're full digital um, signal, so I believe it's it's using the whole spectrum. Yeah, just like any of the rest of them, whether it be, you know, Tyrannus or whatever. Um, hey, I've got a question for, for the, for the crowd. Okay. So I turn this around a little bit. All right. Cause I, I don't know what this thing is. Um, I, I got the, uh, the new soldering station with the hot air reflow and all that rework or whatever you call it. What the heck is this little thing for? That is a part holder. So, like, when you are trying to desolder, because I have one right here. Yeah. If you are trying to desolder a chip or a board, mm -hmm. as you start desoldering, you have to have something to pull that chip up. Okay. I actually went and looked this up. Because okay. <laughs> I didn't know what that one was either. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Mike. And and that's that's the desolder like a uh, um, um, a microchip. Okay. So to help like lift it up. Put so that you're under not, there. And yeah. So you're not uh, putting too much pressure on it and possibly breaking it. Gotcha, bro. Thank you, sir. Yeah. So, yeah. 
the hey, I knew something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was it? Somebody asked a, a, a very legit question. I don't know if it was Ryan or somebody else, but it said, how are you into quads when you don't like to build stuff? Oh, well. I... <laughs> That's a legit question, Mike. Pre-built. Okay. Um, built, built, trying, uh, built, but here's here's what i like i don't have to do a lot of cutting and gluing it's mostly just soldering up and these boards these boards for the new quads are getting so easy um yeah you the, were telling you know, me about the race flight the new race flight i'm 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 i only have one but i will tell you that race flight to me is so easy to put together i mean after you get everything wired you hook it up to race flight go ahead and bind your bind your receiver to it you plug it in and it it tells you okay um go ahead and uh, uh work your throttle work your yaw work your elevator and work your ailerons and once you do all that it says okay done and all you have to do is go in and make sure the motors are spinning in the right direction and go out and fly it it is awesome so awesome and i will probably go to more race flight stuff but their newest boards are i'm waiting on uh stock to come in because they've they put an osd directly on the flight controller so but that's why I, I and the, and the other the other thing about it is, is is the whole FPV thing has really got me into flying quads. Now at some point I am going to throw together. I'll finish my wing and FPV it. I'm very excited to try a um, fixed wing FPV to see if I can fly it like I can fly the quads. So that's okay. a. Um, and then Arrow Geek's asking me about the new Turbo Gremlin. Yeah. I love this thing. I recommend it. It is as quick as any four any any 4S 5-inch that I've flown. Why did it get quiet in here all of a sudden? I'm looking at, oh, yeah, like... at the questions. Um <laughs> And then Dwight asked if anyone has made the FT Dart, the baby Kraken. I I have not. Um, I don't have any wings that are flying, um, at least, you know, true wings. So I can't even talk about that. Um, and then Ryan asked, uh, how big of a quad can those boards handle? I know that, uh, uh, like on race flight, I mean, they're doing seven and eight inch quads. I, I can't imagine why they wouldn't do uh, the same on a... Uh, you know, kind of like the old uh, uh, Electra Hub that, I mean, it uses nine-inch props right. and all that. Right. It it should work just fine up to, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't work on anything up to, God, I don't even know, uh, a 10 or a 12-inch uh, prop. I mean, I, I don't how either. big a quad you want? I mean, those guys, some of those guys are running those, big giant race quads i don't know and they're using the the same um boards as is as, as the five inches 
What uh, what board were they using in the uh, that giant quad that they built? Flight test. I know I they had a problem with the first one they had. First board uh, that they had. Well, yeah, I think they were just using uh, Betaflight. I don't know exactly which board they were using. Um, so okay. I, I just I I don't know. Hey, look, Foamy Ninja's in. Hey, what's up, buddy? Love the stickers, by the way. He just uh, made some stickers. Oh, so. cool. Mm -hmm. Hey, I saw you on a uh, flight test episode recently. Well, yeah, I think you did. From way back. That, That's from, been almost yeah, that a year ago. That was from last <laughs> fall. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was before that, wasn't it? It was. No, from... it was. It was in the fall when I was out there. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. That's before um, Florida. Okay. It would have been the cozy coop. Yeah. So yeah, and and I saw somewhere I don't remember. I think it was on the fan page, the flight test fan page that uh, they actually showed that on the uh, um, the government TV over in South Korea. That's wild. That's yeah, and I was like, "Hey, look at there! I'm I'm worldwide. That's right, <laughs> world famous, Mike Finley." Yeah, uh, yeah, they had no idea who I was because <laughs> I was only on there for a second when uh, Joel uh, when uh, Josh was talking about putting it together. Yeah, right. But that was cool. I actually was watching um, um, Awesome Acts of Science. Is that the name of that show? Outrageous acts of science. Okay, yes. Yeah, I was watching that, and they actually had uh, Rocket Knife with uh, David Vindestall. Oh, cool. They had uh, had uh, Peter and Josh on when he did the Circle Plane. Okay. Um, and I think most of us was probably on that episode actually because you know it flew at Flight Fest, right? Right. Uh, twenty fifteen, wasn't it? I believe. Hey, Hilda Flyer, what's up, buddy? That's okay. Hey, I don't hey, have anything hey, intelligent to say either. No, I haven't had anything intelligent to say since uh, 1965. <laughs> that was before I was born. Oh, yes, they did have, they, but I yeah, mean, on the did, ones right? that I saw last night, um, they did have Rocket Knife and uh, um, the Circle Plane. So, Rocket yeah. Knife. Rocket Knife. <laughs> yeah, I want to go to Flight Fest too. And I don't, just like Joel, I'm not going to be able to this year, at least uh, East. Um, I'm hoping to make both. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I'm going to make both this year. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Um, if I make one, more than likely, it will be Texas if I can. Oh, um, speaking of going places. Sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, so my wife and I are heading out to uh, Nevada, uh, first May 1st through the 5th. Um, Laughlin, Nevada. She was out in Las Vegas uh, a few weeks ago, and she got this thing in the mail about, hey, uh, you know, the casino saying you crap. Oh, yes. Uh, but it was uh, room and board for four days or five days, something like that. Uh, airfare included for a $30 processing fee per person. So we said, okay, we'll go to Laughlin, Nevada. That's in the middle of nowhere. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm I'm really hoping, I'm planning on one day uh, driving over to Edwards Air Force Base and taking a tour of the... Uh, NASA's Armstrong uh, scaled flight facility with Red Armstrong, who we had, or Jensen. I'm sorry, where the hell did I get Armstrong from? That, oh, that's the, was the Red, Armstrong. Red Jensen, who we had on the podcast back in December. So I'm really excited about that. I love watching you get confused. It happens constantly, brother. Um, Arrow Geek, I don't know. I kind of doubt there is going to be a build night this year at flight fest 
and not because uh, me and Joel not going. I just don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't I, know I, that yet. I, I don't think so either. Um, I, I don't know yet either myself. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think flight tests may do their own thing this year anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, it's, we'll it's, yeah, we'll just have to, you know, as, as time progresses and I can't believe that it's already, you know, towards the end of March, almost April. And, uh, yeah, it's just time's going too fast. Everything's happening too fast right now. Yeah. Which is part of the reason why we haven't been on is just everything's happening too fast and there's some, you know, yeah. so much going on. But you know what? I, I, the, we enjoy doing the build nights or at flight fest. Um, yes. It's, it's, I don't know how the flight, flight test guys make it through a flight fest. I really don't I, I because, don't uh, it's, it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. Last year I, I, was so busy. It was so busy. Um, and then with the weather and the last second time changes, it was, we and this is nothing against flight tests. Nothing, nothing. No, the weather dictated all of this. But, but no. we really put a lot of effort into planning things up front and getting times and getting what we needed in place. And then it just it kind of all, fell apart. all <laughs> changed at the last second, and it was, it was frustrating. Uh, and like I said, it's not flight tests anything they did it was frustrating for everybody uh dealing with that including Including them them. yes yes so So. i don't know we'll i kind of doubt it this year maybe we'll bring it back um uh, people ben he's he's going he's dealing with a lot right now um and you know he's he's i don't think he's going this year either yeah i don't i don't think so either um but i don't want to speak for ben so right so, uh, yeah, I, I don't think so. Yeah. It's, it's going to be tough, but, uh, yeah, we're going to, we're going to do our best to try to get back on some type of a schedule. Um, it'll probably be, it'll probably be another month before we can really get back into the swing of things. Um, but we're going to do our best to try guys. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's tough because Pat works strange hours inconsistent uh, hours very inconsistent and of course i travel all the time and i may i may try to change that this year and if i do then i'm not sure what'll happen but uh um it uh, uh yeah things are quite interesting right now to say the least so I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, uh, promise anything, but we're going to do our best to try and get more and probably the same content, same kind of content. <laughs> I can't say better because we don't know if it's, good. <laughs> it's way better. We, we, we don't know. We don't know what we're doing. We're really just very confused. Um, <laughs> I mean, you guys know how big idiots we are, so, you know, um, oh, I just, uh, yeah. We're not going to recognize Cyborg because now he has a green beard. 
He just oh well, you know, maybe we'll maybe we'll hold him down and put a purple stripe in it, just so we can, you know. Well, you know what? I okay. Let's talk about this for a second. The I'm so happy that that he and Jim are coming back this year. Yeah. I, I I did not get to spend enough time with these guys around. I didn't get enough time to spend at Flight Fest last year, unfortunately, because my no. wife falling and ripping her hamstring completely off. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm so happy you guys will be back. Yep. And I am looking forward to spending more time and getting to know you guys better and, and having a good time. Yep. Yeah. I, I uh, as of right now, I'm not planning to come to Ohio, but you know, again, things can change. I'm, uh, I, I, everybody I, keep their, their I'm, not, I'm not bummed because I know you and as the time gets closer you're going to get obstinate and you're gonna be like damn it I'm going <laughs> yeah well it, it's it's not just because I don't want to go trust me um, oh, I know. this has I know. a lot to do with uh, funding and just time in general so yeah. um, you know between the funding and the time it's just going to be tough but, uh, yeah, you never know. I can, I, I can change my mind. I, I have that prerogative and I may use it. I don't know yet. We'll see. But, uh, uh, if I don't, I want you to know that, that I will miss everybody out there, um, more than you can imagine. Um, you guys have become my family and it's, it's going to be hard not being there. Yeah. If I'm not so. But right now it's not looking real good, but, but things could change. Somebody could buy my motorcycle. That would help. <laughs> As I'm trying to sell a 2004 Dyna wide glide with about 38,000 miles on it. And I would, uh, I, I would take, uh, uh, I would take $5,500 for it. And it's what a uh, bargain, Mike Finley. Somebody should buy that. That is a bargain. That is a bargain. (laughs) Detachable windshield. Buy his motorcycle. Yeah, buy my bike. It's beautiful. Matter of fact, hang on just a minute and I can show a photo of it. Maybe if I'm fast enough. Get out of those photos. Uh oh. Those were the naughty ones? Well, yeah. Those are always in the forefront. <laughs> it is right there. It's a 2004 Dino Wide Glide Stage One, Stage Two. Let me get the beautiful motorcycle. Uh, runs really well. Everything's good about it. But anyway, um, fifty-five hundred bucks sold, guys. Yeah, fifty-five hundred. I'm willing to take it. So, are you advertising it anywhere? <laughs> Not right now, but I'm getting well, busy too. That's yeah. the reason. Well, it's it's hard to get rid of something you've had for a long time. But I know, know dude, I, I know. know. Yep. But I anyway, um, yeah, matter of fact, no, I wouldn't throw that in. No, I wouldn't. I'd have to keep that. But uh anyway, um Pat, you got anything else? I do not, sir. Okay. I do not. Well, I, I think we're probably going to give this up. I'm sure that uh, Sharon's probably up by now. And I want to go hang out with her because I've been gone all week and she's not been feeling well. Uh, we have a doctor's appointment Monday. She's got a, uh, a fluid buildup in her ears and it's really jacked with her equilibrium. And Ouch. we can't figure out what the hell's going on. 
So we're going to go find out what's up with that. Okay. Um, and I've been gone all week and she's not been feeling well at all. And I really want to hang out with her and, and make sure she's okay. So, Man. um, I got to go to work this afternoon. Yep. And I don't want to keep everybody else from out. If they have nice weather to go out and fly, go fly, go fly, go fly. Cause I'm not going to be able to. So fly a pack for me guys. All right. I, I kind of like this, uh, laid back discussion thing. Yeah, this was good. I think, I hope everybody enjoyed it. Um, I know we, we ended up going almost two hours like we always do. <laughs> We're hopeless. Yeah, well, that's all right. But uh, just know that we love you guys and love the fact that you're listening to us. Yeah, thank you uh, for taking the time to to join us. Again. Yeah, especially on our early morning, which we don't normally do. Um, really appreciate you guys. And uh, um, if you need anything from us, you know, to get a hold of us on our Facebook page, whether it be our personal one or the, the you know, the Flight Test Community Cast page. Um I'm not even going to go through all that stuff. You guys know it, the people that listen to us. If not, I'm sure you can find us. It's the Flight Test Community Cast. So, you guys, thank you so much. Pat, always good to see you. Uh, hey, it's Ben. <laughs> hi, Ben. We're... Oh, hi, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> as, as as we get ready to leave, Ben shows up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Before we go, Cyborg. Okay, so... Oh, what? we didn't finish that story. What in the world happened? No, what in the world happened with Facebook? Somebody was apparently somebody gave him a hard time for the name Cyborg. Who really? And reported him or something like that because I I I, I was what? I had something to say, talk to him about uh via fa uh, Facebook message and I went on there and every single message that I had exchanged from him was like this person has been blocked blah 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 like what in the world's going on? So what is up with that dude? Who? Who is giving you a hard time? Yeah, that makes zero sense. I mean, Cyborg's one of the nicest guys out there. Yeah, exactly. I, I apparently it was a name thing or something. I don't. I don't know. Standard, Standard internet, internet drama. drama. Oh S my. SID. I will have to, uh, Bill. I'll try to get a hold of you sometime in the next few days. See if we can. Uh, Find out what it is, what's going on, and get you back where you need to be, bud. Exactly, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I, I read that cyborg. That's why that's I just Yeah. I, we'll talk, buddy. I want to know who we need to beat up. Yep. <laughs> we'll get them banned. How about that? I think that's a good idea. I got you, brother. All right. Yeah, I hear you. It's all good. But anyway. Um, in the meantime, get out, fly something. If you can, if you can't build something, if you can't do that, talk to somebody about flying or whatever. So if you can't do that. Take a nap. Yeah. Take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us on the live show. Uh, for everyone that did, uh, we appreciate you guys. We love you. Um, I, I don't know what else to say other than thank you for being loyal to us. Um, and hopefully we'll have good content to come back out and, uh, uh, start doing more of this. So, yep. yeah, I yeah. think, uh, I know, I, I know one of the 
ones that will be hopefully coming on. We'll we'll have Mr. Ben Harbor back on. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, the Valkyrie. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good deal, man. I'm looking awesome, forward dude. to P2. <laughs> So anyway, awesome stuff. Uh, Pat, always good hanging out with you. Joel, I know you're gone uh, right now, but thanks again for coming on, letting us know what's going on with you. Good luck in your endeavors there. Yep. Good luck on everything you're doing. And, you know, you always got a chair and a microphone. So um, thanks a lot, guys. Uh, You know, Ryan, Ben, Luis, Bill, um, Joe, um, Fluber. Everybody, thank you so much for coming on, asking questions. Uh, Robert, same thing. Um, thanks, guys. Hanging out with us. We're just hanging out. Just hanging out today. And, uh, you know, hopefully you guys kind of get, you know, have an idea of of what's going on with us and and you don't hold it against us. Or if you do, come smack us around. We don't care. Do whatever. (laughs) We're already senseless, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. So, anyway. um, Yeah, I know, I know. Well, I just love you guys, man. Yeah, we don't want to go. We don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to go, but we know we got to. Uh, You guys, uh, go build something, go fly something, uh, go talk about it, whatever. Um, Take care, guys, and we'll see you in a while. So, take care, blue skies. See ya. Adios.